Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hello. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion Customer Service. The show where we answer your questions, complaints, and concerns, but only if you give us money every month. With your hosts, Adam Todd Brown and Brett Rader. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a bonus episode of Unpopular Opinion that we call Unpop's Customer Service, where me and Brett take your questions, your concerns, your complaints. Hello, Unpopular Opinion. Brett speaking. How can I help you today? Call 505-386-7677. Or 505-3-UNPOPS. Or 505-FUNPOPS. FUNPOPS. Uh, yeah. We're going to be doing this every single month. This first one, we're doing it. We're doing the live stream for free. We're going to put the podcast out for free. Would you say we're doing it live? Yeah. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Yeah. So uh, join <laughs> us once a month. Adam and I are going to take uh, questions. You can email us. You can call us at that voicemail line, 5053-UNPOPS. You can email us advice at unpops.com. And that's or, it. Or on the YouTube live chat. Oh, yeah. When on that the happens. YouTube if you're a subscriber. Live chat right yeah. now. I guess I should pull that up on the screen so we can all see it. There it is. Chris Murphy would like to speak to your supervisor. You're talking to him. Right? That's you, Adam. Oh, shit. My boss. I'm here. Well, not really. I'm here. Uh, questions about Brett. Yeah, whatever you got. Should we, uh, we'll give the comments time to load up a question for us. Should we play our first voicemail? Yeah, so let's play a voicemail again. 5053 on Pops. Let's get it started. Let's get it started, quote MC Hammer. Hello, on Pops. Uh, Sam here calling from Scotland. I'm actually at work just now and we'll get into trouble if I get caught on this phone call. But I just wanted to ask if you could delete any piece of pop culture from history, what would it be? Thanks. What would it be, Brett? I hate the fucking minions. <laughs> the minions? Oh, I yeah. hate the fucking minions. It's. Listen, there's. Buckle up, everybody. Buckle up. Freddy's <laughs> been watching the Minions. There's something to be said for physical comedy, for clowning. Listen, man, Buster Keaton, Three Stooges, Marx Brothers, and I'm sure a bunch of other people before the 1900s have been doing physical comedy <laughs> since theater. Since theater started in, like, the BCs, right? This is such cynical cash grab it's engineered so kids just laugh. Like, if they did anything, if they killed each other, kids would laugh. And, like, not in a fun, itchy, and scratchy way. Like, they could – I just – there's something wrong with the Minions that I can't quite describe because I'm not great at describing things. Thank you for listening to this podcast. <laughs> but it just – it seems so engineered in a cynical way to be merchandised, to be – to be just placed everywhere for them to kind of just do anything and people just laugh and go, oh, yeah, that's a – it's like a karaoke of something funny. It's like, yeah, it's small and it has a high-pitched voice, so I should be laughing, so I'm going to laugh right now. Yeah. That's what it feels like to me. I hate the Minions. 
That's that's a good answer. My mom loves the minions. I like that you could have been like, oh, you know all that blackface stuff back in the day, but you're like, nah, minions. Yeah. I hope you weren't counting on me to take the high road because I'm going to say I would delete that article I wrote for Cracked about Ace of Base so I could write it for someone else now. Oh, I'm sure you could dig it up. Yeah, I could probably just still redo it, and I don't think Cracked would notice, but... I'm sure we still That know. was a little better than they deserved, if I'm being completely fucking honest. We still know people who work at Cracked. We can get into the, the mainframe, just delete that article. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Alex Schmidt, delete my article from the main... Download the schematics for the mainframe to my Nextel phone. You have a Huawei, sir. <laughs> <laughs> we just did an episode about We just that. did a podcast about my new phone. Hey, someone had a, a question relating to your answer. Would you get rid of the Minions movie or Despicable Me universe in general? Because Despicable Me is pretty good. That's from Tony Let me Cam. tell the truth. I have not seen any of those films. I have not seen a Despicable Me nor a Minion. I've been to the Minions ride on at Universal Studios Hollywood against my will. I was going on other rides, and everyone's like, no, oh, it was going on a Minions thing. Yeah, they I'm took the over minions. Terminator 2 3D, and they made it a Minions ride. <sighs> Such a shame. Anyways, they put working actors out of work. Terminator 2 3D, some guy, some 22-year-old who had the rough, rough skeletal shape of, of, of Arnold Schwarzenegger, some 23-year-old who roughly looked like Linda Hamilton came out, <laughs> and 19 times a day was like, come on, we have to go defeat Skynet. And this fucking minion thing now. Yeah. I I've never watched either of the movies. I just know my mom fucking loves them. I love animated movies too. Hey Fraser S. Yeah. Don't actually delete my article. It's really good and I want the world to I'll just rewrite it somewhere. If anyone knows how to delete something in the 90s, it's Fraser. <laughs> exactly. That is a good point. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. I mean, there's bands I hate and movies I hate, but People are into that stuff. There's nothing that really... It's just the... That minions are everywhere just bugs me. Yeah. Like, the moment I saw the trailer for Despicable Me, I just like, oh, I saw the next 20 years flash before my eyes, and I'm like, oh, everyone's going to have this as a bumper stick. Like, these are going to be the new... It's like sort of a combination between like the little green alien fellas from Toy Story, yeah, and like Bart Simpson for some like you know Bart Simpson was just on bumper stickers for twenty years, don't just not having a cow, and I don't know, it's just <laughs> that they're they're so bland and they don't represent anything yet. I mean, maybe it's brilliant. Maybe they're you know maybe they're like the reason Keanu Reeves is a good actor is like everyone he's so blank that everyone puts themselves. Oh, that could In be. Him, that, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. G Ferrer 41 says, get rid of the Big Bang Theory. I agree with you, sir. There's nothing funny about that show. Yeah, it's it's a bad show. But I mean, there's people who enjoy it. I, but they're wrong. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, they're super duper wrong. It's a terrible, terrible fucking show. Mitchell Dexter says, isn't it just super bad because you're in L.A.? Wasn't the Minions marketing push something out of the apocalypse? What? I don't know. I don't know what it was like anywhere else. But there was uh, at Universal Studios... Universal Studios, the theme park, sort of sits on this bluff that overlooks a pretty 
busy freeway intersection in Los Angeles if you've never been. So you literally can see as you're driving on one of these two freeways, depending on what direction you're from, you can see Universal Studios. And you can see uh, you can see like the sort of Hogwarts land they've built. You can see what used to be the Back to the Future ride, what is now the Simpsons ride. You can see maybe a little bit of the Jurassic Park ride. Like you can see this all from the freeway. And this area that was a like I, I think it was just like carnival games and stuff and the yeah. Terminator ride was there it's this big theater is now Minions Land and it's like this whole kiddie zone and there is a 300 foot Minion <laughs> like coming up from the theater so as you drive by this giant freeway interchange in Los Angeles Blanaba baby Blanaba Blanaba yeah they love they love bananas and they, <laughs> they but they say Blanaba or I don't know I I've never seen any of them but it's it's just yeah can we talk about something else now no we're just talking about the minions this whole time should we go to an email yes from Chris M he wants to know who would win in a fight between Danger and Chet? Hashtag Danger at Chet's. Uh, my immediate answer is all of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like yes. the world wins if Danger and Chet I know Chet who fight. I want, would want to win. I know who I think would win. <laughs> <laughs> who, who would you want to win? I'll say who would win. <laughs> Danger would win that fight. Danger would win. Danger, Danger would annihilate Chet. We just taped an episode with Danger... And he bicycle he bicycles here from Glendale. It's like you know five ten. Miles. He's got MMA training. I've got MDMA training. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get on a bicycle like I like every year and a half. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll start going to a gym, and it doesn't last long. And I'm like, oh, I'll try the bicycle, and like my nuts hurt in in five <laughs> minutes. Instantly, my my nuts hurt, my legs hurt. I'm like, and this dude gets on a real bicycle and drives through rush hour LA traffic with through the smog. MS thirteen on the <laughs> No. I mean he probably does ride through some MS thirteen no, neighborhoods he, on the he's way. He's scrappy. He's he's a scrappy <laughs> dude in a and from what I know about Chet, Chet's like me, man. He's got some he's got some pounds around the belly. Chet's and and a general wish to die. <laughs> yeah, that describes Chet. Like, I just don't see Chet, Chet is putting up a, like a fight to the death. I mean, who would win in a fight? It doesn't say to the death, but I'm imagining to the death. Yeah. Danger. Ideal. Danger is just like a danger is a more physical human being. He is. Yeah. And he's got the fight training and Chet is always so weak from all the diets he's always on. I'd want Chet to win. Yeah. I'd laugh so hard. Well, it it would be yeah yeah it would be like Rudy if Chet won basically yeah. like it would be such a inconceivable victory. Yeah, but Danger would wear him the fuck out. But you're right that Chet is basically you with an imperfect produce subscription. Basically, what is imperfect produce? <sighs> is that like a thing? It's a thing Chet <laughs> subscribes to, where they'll send you the vegetables that restaurants and stores don't want because they look. They're like they're misshapen. I, yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. And they send you old produce. Basically, yeah. They just send, send you, you brown bananas. Old Lanaba. <laughs> Minions. <laughs> Who was it was Carrie? When Carrie, when we taped a all-time classic episode of Unpopular Opinion a couple months ago <laughs> with Carrie, she was like drunk. And she was like, You look exactly like Chet. I like Chet a lot, but I was offended. <laughs> 
<laughs> you don't look like Chet, no. no. But Chet's not an ugly dude. He's a handsome guy. Yeah. I wouldn't it's just kick a him danger. out of bed. It's just a danger would beat I the shit out of him. I wouldn't kick him out of bed, but I wouldn't ask him into bed. Good I mean. save. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Let's read our next email. These are all from the questions section. This is people being chill. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get some complaints and some heavy stuff. Oh, good. In a minute. Should we check it? We should check in on the comments. I thought someone was giving us a phone number, oh. but it just says 505. That's six, our seven, phone seven, number. Seven, seven. That's us. James Hill says kidney punch only takes chat down if you guess right which side. Still <laughs> Does the chat only have one kidney? He barely has one kidney. What? He's got like a third of a kidney. Tim Duncan says good for banana bread. Thank you, Tim Duncan. Thank you, Tim Duncan from the San Antonio five time, Spurs. Five-time NBA champ. Yeah. Oh, are people like trying to call oh. in now? That's not going to work. Yeah, it's five. Right. It's no, three, five, three, Jared. Dang. Wow. Why are people getting this shit wrong? 5053 on Pops, but we're not checking it now. I have all the ones queued up. We'll play it on the next month's episode. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Let's get into the next. Let's read another email. This is uh, Nicholas J. Would you rather be able to control any one day of your life? Can make anything within reason happen, parentheses, i.e. not explore the moon with no spacesuit, but say win the lottery. Fight and win against a raging rhino, end parentheses, or control your dreams for the rest of your life. Just have to think it before bed and you will dream it as realistic as if it happened in real life. I would have really considered this, but Nicholas J literally put the winning answer in his parenthetical right there. <laughs> First of all, could you explore the moon, Nicholas J? Could you explore the moon with a spacesuit? In the in your rules, but if you could, <laughs> if he's saying you could win the lottery, I'm gonna want to win. I'm gonna the win the lottery. I don't need to dream, baby. Yeah, I would just make my dreams come true by winning the lottery. Obviously, yeah. This is not, yeah. I mean, the dreaming thing is interesting, but if it, there's only so many things you can dream, like yeah, but like maybe maybe his thought process is like if you can control the sleeping life rather than the waking life. Like how, who says you're not actually living your dreams? Right. Right. Like if you are the waking life is when you're asleep, bro. I know. Right. If you are having these fully uh, lucid exper experiences in your dreams and you're controlling everything that happens in them, you're winning the lottery and sleeping with a 1990s Carmen Electra in them. Like who's good to choice. Say you're not actually experiencing that i understand that that's nicholas j's point potentially but he's wrong no you want to win the lottery in irl yeah yeah you want and walk on the moon with no spacesuit fuck your rules nicholas j yeah because depending on what day i win the lottery i could probably just go to the moon hell yeah money virgin galactic boss right get you a up little there give you a little hot towel when you get there <laughs> cookies there'll be edm playing on the way up oh you know i'm there maybe yeah like Coachella in space. Coachella is not fun. I mean, I've never fun. I've never been to Coachella. I watched Portugal the Man's performance oh, from my yeah. couch, which Same. was fantastic. Yeah, were, why do you need to go to any of these music yeah. festivals when they stream it all? Um they never streamed Eminem set, did they? No, some of the uh, some of the artists can opt out. Oh yeah. Like when Radiohead does these shows, they usually opt out. They're like yeah, we're Radiohead. We do 14 concerts a year. <laughs> you can't watch us on Red Bull TV. <laughs> 
Yeah, Portugal the man was great at Coachella though. And uh I would never go to Coachella. I don't it nothing about it appeals to me. Especially listen man. It's just the camping, man. Got, I don't want to well, camp. Well, that's the thing with Coachella is you don't have to camp. That's the thing with Co- I went to Coachella back in the day. I was old school locals <laughs> only, bro. I went to Coachella in 2007, so Jesus Christ, 11 years ago. I'm old. You are so old. So old. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. You look like like Shia LaBeouf. Is that the that, he's like an old <laughs> actor from the 90s or something? Anyways, I went there a long time ago. That's before it got like super seen and and stuff. Music festivals are a lot of fun. Camping is great at a music festival. I've done it at music festivals. It's incredible. But Coachella, the whole point of Coachella now is that probably only like 30% of the people camp anyways it's all about the airbnbs and the parties at the hotels there's this whole off-site experience that is part of coachella that is as much of a part of coachella as the festival is now i'm sure a lot of people go to coachella valley and party all weekend and don't even have a ticket there are so many parties and it's become such a branded thing like south by southwest oh yeah in austin in austin it's like there's the festival and there's the concerts and the movies and stuff, but it's all just like mainly all these like parties and stuff. And it's like, oh my god, I'm in the drop, I'm at the Dropbox Think Lounge, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm having a like a Corona and Soco with like you know, like influencers. <laughs> Dropbox <laughs> Think Lounge, and it's just it's all this branded stuff. So the same thing's happened with Coachella. It's obviously less like business oriented, but. Yeah, but like there's all these sponsored parties and pool parties and DJs, you know, whatever. That's Coachella now. That's fucking Coachella. Hey, let's stay on music for a second. This is from Megan. She says, hey, Adam and Brett, saw you were looking for questions for the Unpops episode. Have you checked out the record store day list for this weekend? It will be hard to top Chet's copy of Hook last year. But what are the top record day specials you're looking for? All right, right off the... Chet got Hook the movie on vinyl? <laughs> exactly. He bought a DVD. Well, oh, okay. Here's the thing. Where's it at? I already bought the best record store day purchase, which is the children's book version of Slick Rick's first album featuring the song Children's Story. I stood in line for this. I got the last one at Amoeba Records. I looked- How many did they have? Two. Uh, pro- this is a really famous album. I don't no, know, but is it a famous children's book? Well, no. This is a the the story in children's story is about a guy basically killing a cop and then going on the run. So it's not actually. It's just someone, a, a children's book artist, took the events from children's story, the song, and made a children's book out of it. And then there's also like a copy of the album on CD, mm-hmm. but. This is the best record store day purchase of all time. I looked at the list for this year. I looked at it a couple weeks ago, and there was not much. Yeah, on Megan there. sent us the list, and um, it's long. And it's I know I don't long. have much going on, but I don't care. <laughs> and uh, do, have you ever gone? Do you fuck with record store day at all? I yeah. I I mean, hey, hey, listen, man, I'm a I'm a white guy. <laughs> I I'm a white guy who is like in his. 20s during the the early, like the aughts and the mid the mid aughts the teens <laughs> i have a record player i have a vinyl but like i do too i was into i was into it for like a hot minute when i was like 21 and i was like hey babe come over i've got the shins on vinyl and uh <laughs> so i have yeah so i have like 30 records i'm never buying a record again 
I there's a reason. Really? There's a reason that technology disappeared. And uh it's because it's annoying as fuck to get up every 23 minutes and fucking flip a disc. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know how people did that for a century. It's so much better and more I love living a life of convenience. And you know what? If I had an amazing like stereo system with an amplifier and just yeah. a beautiful turntable with vintage speakers and I wanted to play some Frank Sinatra or whatever. What? And if it really sounded better, sure. But you know what? I have a Bluetooth speaker. I have a sound bar. <laughs> I can just stream Spotify for that shit for hours and not think about it. You should switch so the I'm title. <laughs> LOL. What? Oh, you don't like supporting your artists more? They pay artists so much more money. I don't care. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> no, man. You know what I do? I I support art. I buy albums from artists who I know like actually need the money. See, I won't I won't even it's not even about title. I'll buy it on iTunes or buy it on Amazon. Like if, you know, there are some people who I like who I think make incredible music and it's like they have 1400 Twitter followers and like yeah they're like scraping it by on Bandcamp and they're trying so I buy albums from those people but like everyone else I'm, it's, yeah. I'm just streaming on Spotify sorry yeah I'll buy albums from bands that I really like and that's kind of my way like because I can listen to anyone on Spotify or Tidal and I do but I will buy an album on vinyl the, the Coat Hangers have a live album coming out and I pre-ordered that yeah they are fantastic and people should support them. But I I like Record Store Day. I like the idea behind it. I mean, every day oh, should yeah. be Record Store Day. For sure. Uh, it is when you work at a record store. Yeah, exactly. Record Store Day again. And it's... <laughs> Tuesday. It's fun to go to... Like, Amoeba is really fun on Record Store Day because oh, yeah. there's a lot of shit happening in there. And there's, like, in-store performances. But yeah, the list of stuff coming out this year seemed kind of like trash. But to your point about it being annoying listening to albums, I have my record player set up out in that sunroom I have right next to the desk that I sometimes work at. So oh, yeah. I don't have to get up and I can just listen to albums while I'm writing. You know what you can do on Tidal, though? If you ever do get a really good stereo system, you can listen to the master version of a song. Oh, wow. Which is like even better than the wave files and all that shit. You can only oh, do yeah. it on browsers or on desktop, but oh, wow. it sounds pretty fucking great. But yeah, Record Store Day, the stuff coming out this year. There's a Fleetwood Mac reissue I might actually Hell yeah. buy. Hell yeah. I just can't imagine... <laughs> <laughs> it's just people listen to listen to it for so long and I, I just can't imagine it's like 1971 you've got you know you've got the zeppelin going you're smoking some old ass weed and you're making love to your lady pubic hair and all and like every 20 minutes you gotta <laughs> like get up and flip that shit it's annoying yeah uh honestly the first time here's where I, the love affair was ending it was i was i was making that joke but i was extrapolating from personal experience the first time i ever had sex with someone while i was listening to vinyl and like <laughs> it just stopped and was like <laughs> <laughs> i was like do i keep going or do i flip this i was like fuck vinyl this is stupid <laughs> <laughs> i guess i guess that's good reasoning i like that 
Jeremy Catris in the YouTube comments says, I can't believe Adam didn't mention the Prince 1999 release on Record Store Day. Here's the thing, dude. Unless it's like an exclusive thing where there's going to be a treasure trove of Prince songs that I can't get anywhere else but on this Record Store Day release album, which I doubt is the case, then I don't really care about that. Like, I have 1999 on vinyl. Also, you have the internet. It's all there. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Record Store Day doesn't seem that interesting this year. But there is a really good grilled cheese place right by Amoeba Records. Oh, oh, the Melt. The Melt. I've never been to it. The Melt. Is it good? It is really good. I love it. And there's an Arby's up the street, and I'm never that close to an Arby's. Just knock it out. Bing, bang, boom. Right. Have you had- Grilled cheese, grilled roast beef and cheese. Well, I mean, I'll go to one or the other. I'm not an animal. Have you had Arby's Nashville hot fish sandwich? No. It is a delight, and I think it's gone now, so let's move on. I get sad <laughs> talking about it. All right. Are we still on emails? Yeah, let's see this one. This is a good one. This is Tom A. Hey, Adam, what is your opinion on the Teddy Perkins episode of Atlanta? Every episode of Atlanta is the best show on television. I haven't seen the most recent one. Oh, I wish two. you had. Teddy Perkins is the last one I've seen. Teddy Perkins, it, it's so good. This show is incredible. I kind of was I was late to Atlanta. Uh, everyone said it was dope, and I was I just like I don't know why I didn't watch it. I just didn't. Yeah, came, you know that just happens with shows. And uh, so I heard all the things. I heard about the invisible car. I heard about you know all the all the shit. And uh, so I watched the first season. I was like, oh, that was pretty good. So I don't I don't know if it if my view of the first season was colored on by the fact that I like kind of heard about some of the things that happened in it, but. Uh, season two is incredible. I think it's much better, and that episode is great. Yeah, season one's fucking fantastic, but season two is better. Like, this show got significant, which is saying a lot, because the first season's really good. Yeah. And I love the Teddy Perkins episode. I love that one, but what I love is there's every once in a while... And we're kind of in a cycle of it right now in this season. They'll do individual episodes that kind of just center around one character yeah. who is in some kind of weird situation. And that's kind of the hallmark of a really good show. If your characters are well-developed enough that you can put them in their own episode and they still carry a show, you're writing a really fucking good show. This season is this season's great. And I mean, it's something that I, I've was kind of thinking a lot about towards the end of last year about like what makes a really good episode of a show, what makes a show really good, how a show uses characters because uh, I, I used to host a podcast at a website called crack.com. Yeah. About a television called best episode ever. But so I was thinking a lot about that. And uh, normally I would say like, Hey man, there's an episode of friends is on like Chandler's like often like Omaha, like as he was for like three episodes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, doesn't count, man. All the friends need to be together. Right. Sipping their coffee, complaining about stuff, <laughs> dating, <laughs> dating sans iPhones. And, uh, but I think this is what Atlanta is, is like splitting the main. It's not about the main characters being in the same room together. It's about the main characters all going on their, their weird, crazy adventures. Yeah. This most recent episode, it's called Champagne Poppy. It all takes place at Drake's house. Is Drake on it? 
No. <laughs> but the end, I need you to watch it. The end of that episode is one of my favorite endings of a TV episode ever. If you still had the best episode ever podcast, rest in peace. But you could always bring it back if you want. But I probably get sued by me, Mubby Scripts Company. So you just call it something else. But yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, I would talk about the Champagne Poppy episode of Atlanta season. We're too two. early into Atlanta to no. just to do a retrospective episode on it. Uh, no, we're not. So I thank you, Mitchell Dexter, Miss Best Episode Ever. Uh. Oh man, Jill Walker. Good good person. I'll get into Atlanta after I finish the Americans. There's someone with taste. And let and me say patriotism. as someone who watches the Americans. It's so good. You can handle both, Jill Walker. Yeah. Um, back to back, baby. Can I talk Wednesday, about, Thursday. <laughs> I know. The first episode of this season with you, Cat Williams. Cat Williams deserves an Emmy. Cat Williams is a, has been You're a, not gonna believe it, but we're still talking about the Americans. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, Cat no, Williams, Williams in is that a episode like, of Atlanta. He wears a long coat, and all of his stand-up specials are like, you know I'm pimping, straight pimping, baby. No, he's I a good a he's a I don't good know. Comic. I haven't really seen yeah. it, but from my perspective, it's like, if he's like Jeff Foxworthy, but with like, you know you're a pimp if you slap yeah, the whole heart. Like, kind of, yeah. He seems like a bit like just Jeff Foxy for Foxworthy for his culture. Anyways, yeah, he has a guest star, guest starring thing. He'll probably never be on the show again. His guest starring appearance on the first episode of season two is like incredible. They it's give out Emmys really for like good. best guest star, best single episode performance yeah. of like an actor who's not on the main cast. He's incredible. He should get an Emmy. He's so good. Yeah. Such a lived in, real, like just heartbreaking, but funny and scary performance. Oh, it's so great. Yeah. Yeah. So great. Everyone should be watching Atlanta. Oh, whoa. Jared Donowski Harlow. I got an unpopular opinion. I don't like the Americans. No, hopefully he's just talking about the people. Whoa, Maybe yeah. he's just talking about the people. I hope you're fine. talking about the people or the country, because if you mean the show, get the fuck out of my country. Holy Americans shit. Americans is, uh, as the Spanish say, increíble. Es bueno. Si, si, si. Uh, let's get into a voicemail. Yeah, let's get into the complaints section. Oh, no. Yeah, we're doing your, your questions, complaints, and concerns. Oh. Now we're into the complaints. All right, here we go. Here's this a is a voicemail I titled Pizza Sass. Here we go. Uh, Adam, Brett, I'm just calling in because I listened to the pizza episode of Listcast. Yeah. And I don't know what kind of pizza chains are going on in the States, but here in Canada, Pizza Hut is overpriced shit tasting pizza pizza and is domino's overpriced. is the best delivery pizza the best chain that's, I, don't, I don't know why brett's so obsessed with kfc and pizza Hut. Yum that's brands, just nasty baby. i'm going domino's for my favorite i mean you can trust me i live in the pizza capital of canada being windsor ontario anyway love the show thanks i wonder if that really is the pizza capital of Canada, there is no pizza. The pizza, <laughs> the pizza capital of Canada, it's Buffalo, New York, is yeah, it was somewhere in America. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was first gonna say New York, then I was gonna say Chicago, and I was like, oh, Buffalo, Seattle, Detroit, Detroit, Little Caesars. Yeah, yeah exactly. Hop on that, hop across the river, baby. Yeah, Domino's the is lake, not wherever. the best pizza chain anywhere. It's trash everywhere including Canada. Someone tweeted at me or left a comment on Patreon and said that Domino's is the closest you can get to 
tavern style pizza in uh, as far as chains go. And that's interesting to me. But I, I guess I would have to order it and try because I, I do love a tavern style pizza. Which should is, we go to Canada and try a bunch of pizzas? We should. Yeah, we should take a road trip to Canada and just go to yeah, a bunch of Domino's. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> when I first I studied uh, abroad for a semester in England and the first week I was there, I went to UC San Diego and like all the all the UCs are part. Of, I'm going to bring it back around. So all the UCs are all the UCs, UCLA, San Diego, Riverside, Irvine, whatever. They're all part of the same university system. Actually, it's like different locations of the same one. Yeah. Anyways. So when I went there, there was a full orientation week for just the UC students to sort of acclimate before they're all sent off. So there were probably like 50 or 100 students there, but maybe 10 were going to this university, 10 were going to that university, whatever. But they were all from the UCs, from San, San Diego, Santa Barbara, wherever. So I'm there in London for a week with a bunch of other sheltered Californian kids. And we're walking around London and they're like, what should we get for dinner? And a Burger King, we walk by a Burger King and all these kids are like, let's go to Burger King. Fuck yeah. And I knew I hated all of them. I was like, <laughs> guys, listen, I know England's not known for like the best food. You know, like <laughs> if you're traveling across the world and you want to eat some food, England isn't. You the don't top. stop in England. England's like not the top 30 of countries you go visit, but I'm not going to fucking Burger King. <laughs> I can go to Burger King anytime I want. We can go to a pub. We can go to like a kebab. That does, you know, that infuriates me. I had a boss at one of my old insurance jobs before I was awesome like I am now. And she and her family went to Nashville. And I was like, oh, where'd you eat when you were there? Get some barbecue, baby. She was like, well, the first night we went to the, we went to a pizza hut. And it's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like I, I was in, I went to Vegas for the first time yeah. this past weekend and there was a Giordano's, which I only ever see in Chicago. Vegas has all that stuff. Like yeah. they get, they get the, not even chains. They get places that have only maybe two or three other locations right. in America. They're like open one in this fucking Caesar, like Caesar's <laughs> palace. And you're going to make a mint. And, but even then, like we almost went, but I was like. I can just have Giordano's next time I'm in Chicago. Yeah. My family's from the Midwest. I'm there all the time. Still a rare treat. Sure. But even that, I was like, why would I do that while I'm in Vegas? When I could have a seafood buffet for we went to nineteen ninety nine and unlimited. Nineteen ninety nine. What kind of trash motel are you buffeting at? We went to the Wynn buffet. Oh yeah, shit was forty four dollars. Oh, no, yeah, the buffets are expensive, but it's it's worth oh, it. Oh, I mean, it was worth it. It was good eating. I yeah, I forget which one I went to last year or a couple years ago, but yeah, some of the buffets in Vegas. People, oh, when it comes to pizza in Vegas, people will tell you secret pizza in the Cosmo is the the place to go. Nay, can't get me in the Cosmo. Rooms are too expensive. The gambling's too expensive. It's too seen with like people wearing acts and like it might be good we didn't go but there's a place in a hotel in vegas called aria the hotel is called aria oh yeah there's a place in there called 550 pizza oh yeah aria is the, i think the buffet I went to. yeah man 550 pizza might be the best pizza i've ever had in my life and listen jamie french mentioned totino's mexican pizza 
listen, I don't know if she is joking, but I miss Totino's Mexican pizza. It blows my mind that I think was that like a frozen pizza, like a Totino's pizza roll. Like, well, Totino's makes a pizza. It's the party pizza, Brett. Come on. And it's really small. Is it like a brick and mortar thing or is it? No, it's it's a a, it's a a frozen frozen pizza. But Totino's Mexican pizza is so fucking good. And somehow I cannot find it (laughs) in Los Angeles. Like, I don't know if it's like the same thing. Like, there's no Taco Bells in Mexico because they're like, why would we? I don't know if Totino's is just like, we're not going to offend people by putting our Mexican pizza in Los Angeles. But their Mexican pizza, it's got like cheddar cheese and like enchilada sauce or I think it does. And it's got like seasoned taco meat. That's so fucking good. Jamie French. Uh, Not we're joking. live streaming this right now. She's commenting. Um, Jamie, we just recorded an episode of Unpops where I styled on you very hard because of a comment you made. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that you used the phrase styled on you. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> Jamie French is right. Totino's Mexican pizza I believe is I believe. a fucking delight, and they're a dollar each. All right, let's get to our next complaint. This is an email from Mark W. He says, why do you pronounce his name Cobain instead of the regular normal way Cobain? <laughs> is that some Sioux Falls bullshit? We weren't having that in Webster City. First of all, I'm not from Sioux Falls. I just lived there for a few years. Also, I pronounce it Cobain because it sounds cooler, bro. Kurt Cobain is dead, so he can't so much get in my face and go, uh, it's Cobain. <laughs> I don't care, man. If if you wanted me to pronounce your name correctly this far into the future, you know, don't get shot by your wife. It's Cobain. Cobain. Who cares? Yeah, I, I pronounce it that way because I play by my own rules. And yeah, exactly. And I'm a bad boy and bad boys do bad boy things like pronouncing Kurt Cobain's name, Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Where's Webster City? I think that might be in South Dakota, too. Is he trying to start some inter South Carolina beef or maybe North Carolina? South South Dakota. Listen, Mark. Oh, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. No one cares. No one cares. None cares all right let's move on to concerns do you want to read this one sure go for it let me pull that one up concerns email from this is this is a long one from nick d i currently have a job with the state of florida processing public assistance applications and approving denying them it doesn't pay a whole lot but the benefits make it worthwhile also the hours make it possible to pick up the kids make dinner uh, her weekends off, etc. Meanwhile, my wife has multiple graduate degrees ooh, ooh, and earns pretty good money. A lot of it goes towards student loans, of course. Her jobs, however, give no benefits and no insurance, etc. My issue is this. I'm more than qualified to move up at work, but those positions will require travel, different hours and all that, negating what makes my job so attractive to my circumstances. The extra money would be nice as my teenager will be going to college in a year and a half. My insurance costs would go down. I'm torn. Uh, Which pros outweigh which cons in your view? Thanks. Do you have thoughts? I have thoughts. I'm going to say, first of all, the entertainment, uh, the, the advice given on this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Definitely don't take career decisions based on what we tell you. Um, Dan Savage, the columnist podcaster has a good, a good saying about, about, Advice. He has an advice podcast. And yeah. Basically, 
his saying is the only I'm fucking it up, but like the only certification you need to give advice is for someone to ask really so like <laughs> obviously if they're asking like a medical question we're not right. doc- we're not medical doctors but in terms of life stuff we have you know people are asking us that's all this you know that's all we need you know so do whatever right. also do whatever you want we're we're hosting a podcast on youtube like right now so like you know think about how our lives are Yes. Okay. Pretty good. Oh, all right. They're all right. I'm not going to say mine's great. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So it depends. Basically, all this comes down to how important it is that you pick up the kids and make dinner. Because that's those are the only pros, right? You're saying that your wife has a pretty good job, but she doesn't have benefits. And basically, you want to... You want to take a promotion at work, but you're going to have to travel and you're going to, you're not going to be around the house as much and you're, and you want to be able to sort of do this sort of do the sort of like household things like picking up the kids, making dinner, etc. If I'm understanding you correctly, how important is that to you? If that's really important, if your kids lives would suck, if they have to walk across uphill both ways over broken glass glass through like gangland to get home from work because you can't pick them up and mom can't MS-13. pick them up. MS-13. MS-13, not in Florida. Probably in Florida. Never they're, mind. I think they're everywhere. Now, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if like your kids' lives are in danger and they're going to starve. But also, <laughs> it seems like you have a teenager. Teenagers can... Teenager doesn't want you to cook dinner. Yeah. Teenager's and doesn't like, want to be picked up. Dad! You're embarrassing me in front of my Snapchat. Like, your teenager wants nothing to do with you in the most loving way, in the most loving way possible. So oh, I'm saying your teenager is probably self-sufficient. Like when I was, yeah. when I was in high school, both my parents worked and I was like, all right, I'll, I'll go home and I'll make myself. A yeah. I would just go home and fine. Yeah. fucking eat whatever and, I can make. And I understand if you have younger kids or whatever. So like to me, I don't know your life. I don't live your life. To me, it seems like you should take the job. You should take the money to pay off your wife's student loans, pay off the student loans your child's about to have. Right. What do you think, Adam? I think that's all. I I agree with you. If it's a job you want, then fucking go for it. I mean, the I can't. It sounds like the picking up the kids is kind of a luxury thing that if you weren't able to pick up the kids, like I'm assuming the kids aren't just going to be at school forever for the rest of their lives. If you take this job, someone will still pick them up every day. It sounds like that's covered. So uh, picking up the kids is cool, but as long as you're there still to see them, like it's not mandatory, but a better job will take care of your family better. Yeah. I mean, also that's, that's also- ultimately good for your kids. And this is a selfish thing. You might laugh at me cause I don't have a wife. I don't have children. What do you want to do, man? Yeah. Like, would would you that, like your life would you like your life more if you traveled more for for your job some people would hate that right some people are like oh my god i love working 25 minutes away from my house i don't like going on airplane you know all that stuff or like maybe the extra money is going to make you feel better whatever what do you want to do like do you think you would be happier in that job because that's also just a thing to consider i know you have other responsibilities but like what what do you think might make I mean if it all think is about equal, you Nick D if it is all equal to you like if the extra money 
isn't going to make that much of a dent or would make you stressed out about leaving your kids. If all those things sort of even out, what do you think would make you happier? I think you should take the job. I say take the job. The comments section says take the job, except Alexander Kopak, who says, I work six minutes from home. Long commutes are weird. Dude, I work at home. So my commute's even shorter than yours. And uh, I wish I had a place to commute to sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, take the job, man. Life's too short. Your kids will get home from school. Don't even tell them you're not picking them up anymore. (laughs) Make it a fucking adventure for the whole family. Just stop showing up one day and be like, hey, I got a better job. What are you doing to improve your station in life, kids? Get a pan. Apparently not finding a ride home. Get a pan. Crack a bunch of eggs into it. But don't cook the eggs. Just leave the yolks. Right. And, and White's just in there and put a post-it note next to the stove. And it's like, dinner. <laughs> Cook me. Going to have to learn. Going to have to learn how to do this when you go to college, little. Trial little and error. <laughs> Figure it out. Got to burn a few hands to learn to cook eggs. What? <laughs> All right. We have at least one more voicemail. How long have we been doing this? I don't know, mate. Our entire lives, it feels like. Let's uh, get to this next voicemail. And I think we have two. This last one's kind of a bummer, but this one's not. You promised we'd end on a bummer. Yeah, that's true. All right. Also, uh, chat, if, if any chat people have any joke, I get any questions, too. We haven't, like, totally addressed. They're kind of just commenting. Maybe I take that back. Yeah, they're just kind of hanging out. If there are any specific questions chat people have, we're probably going to wrap up soon. So yeah. get them out, baby. Get right, those questions we'll do one more out. voicemail. Here we go. Hey, it's UB. Hey, hey, Brett. Hey. I got a problem. Oh, yeah? That's uh, connected to another problem, but uh boils down to this. I've been invited to a, a barbecue. This guy sounds like a couple weeks. fuck somebody up. A good friend of mine. Fuck us up. And uh, I was good friends with another friend that I met through with his main friend. But long story short, this other friend of his accused me of some shit, tried to get me fired from my job. It was all unfounded. Tried to blast me on the internet, and uh, people came to my defense and basically called him out of being a liar. All that stuff. This stuff got resolved, but there's obviously some bad blood. (laughs) But what I want to know is, since we're both going to be at this uh, barbecue, (laughs) what's a good side dish that I could bring to show that I'm I'm classy, (laughs) I've risen above the bullshit, and let them know that I just don't give a fuck. And I'm there to have a good time. And just let them know that I can still get that side dish on point. Any advice would be appreciated. You know, keep up the good work. God bless. What? <laughs> That's my favorite voicemail so, I've ever had. So in, we have I feel good- like we're going to get hit with racketeering charges for answering that voicemail. So in the we're part of a conspiracy now. In the Google Doc that we have, we just have a link. You know, we know what questions we're going to do in advance. And I just see, like, what's a good side dish for a barbecue? <laughs> I hadn't listened to this all the way through. I queued it up. So it's like I'm living through the departed <laughs> in the first three quarters of that. And then at the end is like, yeah, to show him that I'm the better man. I want to cook a bit be- like a better dish than him. I like that, that conveys. Listen, it's an incredible voicemail. I like that strategy. And Thank I have you, a suggestion. Sir. I have I have a perfect side dish suggestion. You're going to a barbecue. What you want to bring is a dip. I'm going to drop 
some science on the listeners right now. You want to take a dip, a specific dip. It's called super dip. Here's how you make it. First, you have to get on the Googles. Amazon might still have it. You're going to want to search for Desert Gardens Spicy Vegetable Dip. Okay? You're going to want to buy that. It's going to be about $5 a pack. It's fucking worth it. Don't sass me. You make it exactly according to the instructions on back, but add a cup of shredded cheddar cheese. You take that to any gathering, party, cookout, whatever. One, you're going to win the day, whatever prize they're giving out for best shit at the party. You're going to win because it's the best dip. And also, you're introducing other people to something they've never had before, something they've never heard before. You're doing this guy who ratted you out, who got you fucking fired from your job almost. My brother's friend got me a job at a place and his brother's friend... What you're going to do for him on this day is introduce him to a dip that will change his fucking life. And that's Desert Garden Spicy Vegetable Dip with a cup of cheese added. That's not in the instructions. It's not in the instructions. Secret menu, baby. add that fucking cheese. Take that to the party. He'll know you're over whatever bullshit happened between the two of you because you're, you're making fucking super dip now. See, I was going to say Brussels sprouts, <laughs> some crumbled bacon on it. Baked beans are good. Baked beans are a strong side dish. I don't know if I don't know if he's going to glean any any uh, meaning from the dish that you bring. Honestly, unless it's super dip, because he's going to see the talk. host of the party. Well, I don't know. If you bring you super prob- dip, you become the host. <laughs> you should probably call the host of the party and say, like, what do you need, bro? Do you need some desserts? Do you need some salad things? You should see what would be helpful for everybody. Super dip. You want to have the, like, do you want to have the king di- dish? Do you want to have the dish that everyone's like, oh, my God, Ricky, that's so fucking awesome. Ricky brought the best thing here. Like, do you want to bring that? Because then this other guy's going to get pissed off and, like, try and kill you or something like that. I don't – this is the most complicated <laughs> voicemail I've ever, had, I've ever had. I don't know. Don't – like, don't go. <laughs> Macaroni and cheese. I'm not helping at this point. Hot dogs. Bring a pack of hot dogs. Macaroni and cheese with hot dogs cut up inside you, into it. You bring a pack of hot dogs, you're bringing entrees to the party. Yeah. Man. Now that says something. That says I came here to <laughs> feed people. Do that. Yep. Should we get to the last voicemail? I think this is a slightly more somber voicemail. All right. It's long as well. It's also long. People with problems tend to do that. All right. This is our last voicemail. Should we wait? Let's check the comments first. Okay. And see if anyone has any. Steven is wants to treat Brett. May I treat you to lunch next month? Wow. I don't know, man. Where do you <laughs> live? Are you going to kill me? Are you asking me out on a date? Uh, <laughs> uh, Mitchell Dexter says, so I guess just throw to Brett then since Adam's just bringing dip. Any real food? Motherfucker, you haven't had super dip. It is a meal. It is a side dish. It is a dessert. It is just a general treat for your life. And the right chips are tortilla chips with the super dip. Obviously, James Wardle. All right. There are no real questions. Yeah. 
Uh, Except the guy who's definitely taking a Brett to lunch next month. Cool, bro. <laughs> Text me. I'm not letting you know my number. <laughs> All right, here we go. Last voicemail. Get your tear tissues ready. Hey, fun pops. Uh, how are you guys doing? My name is uh, Tanner Fry. I've been listening for about a year. Um, you guys are great. Love all of your stuff. Uh, my question for you is uh, a little bit related to personal life. Um, I have this medical condition that's been kind of racking my life. I can't really go to school, can't really uh, hold down a job. But my question about that is um, I'm starting to get a little bit better and I'm starting to get more into like the public life. And I just wanted to know, like, when I meet new people that are like out in the world or if I'm like at a, I don't know, a bar? or something, um, should I tell people that, like, straight off the bat that I'm, you know, I've been sick for five years, I live with my parents, I have no job, and I don't go to school, or should I just kind of, like, make something up and lie about that stuff? Yeah, look forward to hearing back from you guys. I hope you guys can give a good answer. Uh, if you can't, uh, let me know what color your lightsaber would be if you were a Jedi. Okay. Thanks for taking my call. Love you guys. Lie good work. green. Purple, because that's what Samuel L. Jackson had. Uh, Mace Windu. So, <laughs> um, don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. Don't lie. Listen, man, I people can lie if they want in their lives. I personally don't have time for lying because I don't – I can't keep it all straight. Like, don't you yeah. just envision you're like – living through some Mrs. Doubtfire thing where you're like going out to dinner with the big executives on one table and then you're taking your kids out as Mrs. Doubtfire at the other <laughs> table. And you gotta keep switching back and forth. Mrs. Doubtfire, find it on <laughs> iTunes before the fucking Dwayne Johnson stars in it in fucking three years. What happened to the Mrs. Original Mrs. Doubtfire? I'll watch, oh, she's I'll watch in a the better version with the rock. Now. Cut to a picture of fucking Aunt Robin Williams. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> it's not the kind. You don't want to lead with it. You don't want to lead with it. You don't want to bum people out. Right. And don't. But, yeah. There, there's no point in showing up and just opening with that right away and being like, I figured I'd tell you now in case that it turns you off. Because that turns you off. There are so that many. Yeah. That turns you off. And there's so many other things about you that could turn that person off before you even have to get to that point that would be so much less awkward. You might just not have chemistry. It might just like you might just be meeting for the only time in your life. So at least wait until you know you kind of like each other and you need to say it. Otherwise, you're just going to put off everyone you meet. If you just launch into it. Also, I think you should treat this stuff as just a fact about your life and not something that needs to be defended or apologized. Or that defines you. Or defines you. Or just like, oh yeah, like I've lived at home as an adult with my parents. Like, I don't have a job right now. Other than this, other than this, fine. Fine job. <laughs> I pay you. <laughs> so, like... <sighs> But it's just like someone's like, "Oh, what do you do right now?" Oh, I don't have. A, oh, I don't. Um, oh yeah, I was dealing with an illness last year, and I, you know, last few years, I haven't. I don't have a job. But that's it. It's just. It's just a basic fact about you, like the color of your hair, or you know what your shoe size is. Like it's not. I. It's not something to like that you have to warn people about or apologize for. 
or try to make light of or you know it's just it just is and like if the person likes you for who you are that shouldn't matter because those are just peripheral facts about your life so i don't know do that i hope you start feeling better man i hope you do get a job i hope you do yeah move, you know start living independently because all those things will make living uh, an adult life easier if you want to meet you know, someone romantically or just as a friend or, you know, whatever. Like, but also if you just want to hang, hang out, hang out in a bar, or watch yeah. sports, well, talk to people, whatever. It's all good, dude. Yeah. Mace Windu, purple, purple lightsaber. Yeah, I would go. Gr- no, I, I think red or green. Is there a yellow lightsaber? I don't know. Internet will have to. Because, I mean, yellow is one of my favorite. Yellow or pink? I would go with. Yeah, I don't know if there was a pink one. Pink would be cool. Like that. It, remember when Cameron, the rapper, started wearing pink for a long stretch of time in the mid two thousands? I was into that. I thought that was interesting. We don't have any more questions. Oh yes, a yellow one exists according to the internet. Thank you. Oh, they're in the games, not in the movies. Oh, oh. extended universe. It's not canon. Come on. Why Johnson ruined my childhood? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is that is this month's batch of questions, complaints, and concerns. Thank you for calling customer online. Oh, what are we called? Unpopular. Thank people? you for calling <laughs> Unpop's customer <laughs> service. Right. Uh, if you uh, need any further assistance, you can reach us at 505-386-7677. That's 505-3-UNPOPS or... 505-FUNPOPS. FUNPOPS! Or email us at advice at unpops.com. And yeah, we're going to be doing this every month on the Patreons. I'm looking forward to it. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a whole lot of fun. I listened to the fucking craziest voicemail about (laughs) barbecue fights. I don't even know. Adam and Brett, who are you pulling for in the NBA playoffs? Brett, go. Uh, No one in particular. Golden State or Houston, I think, will win. Yeah, I don't really have. I can't imagine any other team winning. I don't have a dog in the fight this year, but probably Golden State or the Lakers is going to win. I'm a Bulls fan, man. I'm from Illinois. I know exactly. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Goodbye, live stream. We love you. Say goodbye, Brett. Goodbye. Bye, everybody.